What's up, everyone? This is T-Roll from the Royal Geek Podcast, coming at you with something a little different this week. So uh, we're not going to have a normal show with news and a review. Instead, we're going to have a bonus pod that we're going to throw up there um, on the podcatcher, whether you're listening on Apple, Spotify, or Google. But what we're going to do, we're actually going to do something a little different. Uh, so myself, Justin and Anthony are a part of a local fantasy football league. So if you're listening to this, especially if you're that one or two listeners in Australia, uh, you probably do not give a rip about fantasy football and especially our league. But the fact that we have microphones and a computer to run this podcast, we thought, man, it'd be really fun to do a fantasy football podcast. So what we're going to do, we're actually going to have two bonus episodes that are going to be up on our feed uh, talking about our particular fantasy football league. And again, I know that might not interest you at all. That's totally fine. We do think we have a very unique league. And if you want to listen to it, uh, we encourage you to give it a shot. Uh, But essentially, we are actually recording these two episodes uh, for all of our friends in our fantasy football league. Um, So we encourage you to listen if you want. But if you don't want to, totally fine. No worries at all. With that, we're going to get into the podcast. Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, Fantasy Football Edition. This is our third episode doing fantasy football talk, talking about the League of Dreams. Uh, we're totally abusing this uh, this opportunity right now. We were just going to do two. We decided to do three. I'm glad we did. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. I'm joined once again by Anthony Shamato, Justin Sandoval, and... Kyle Spade. Special guest, I guess. Special guest, yeah. Kyle Spade. Emphasis on, emphasis Spade, on special. you're still here, man. You haven't I feel left so yet. so honored. You haven't left yet. Three episodes. I know. We're. Ah, I'm surprised we even gave you one. But I know. But you're still here. So let's get right into it because we don't want to waste any time. And this, this has the potential to take a little while, and I don't want it to. What we're going to do, uh, we're going to do a somewhat of a, not a deep dive, but we're going to do a season preview for every single team in our league, okay? There's 12 teams, so we got to keep moving. But basically, we're going to start from the top, from last year's standings, and then go through the bottom. And we're going to talk about uh, anything that you think is noteworthy of talking about each team. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention maybe the owner's poll results or Vegas's odds. You know, this is live odds making from Vegas. We went to, you know, the Las Vegas odds website right exactly yeah yeah yeah. uh so we'll just go one team at a time and if you guys have anything important to say maybe some sort of draft grade maybe you know what you thought of their draft or the trades they might have made in the offseason or preseason um yeah if you have anything to say we'll we'll say it so let's start with the team that finished in first place last year and the year before and and the year before uh who is projected Based off of the owner's poll to finish first place again. How humbling, man. I, nah. was, I was not expecting that. I, no, not at all. I, I feel like people just did that just because, you know, they know we're good owners, Justin. Or it's just if you're first, it's going to take a lot to beat first place. Maybe. I, I'm not feeling as good about it as our team as we have in the past. Yeah, I know. But but we'll take that. We'll take that praise. Anyways, uh, Marvel Kingdom FC, who finished first place last year, um, again, the owner's poll, they were uh, number one. Projected regular season record, if we go 10-4, and four, I will 
I don't know what I'll do. I'll be pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. And uh, our odds of winning the championship are 7-1. to one. So, guys, thoughts on Marvel Kingdom FC, preferably from uh, Spade or Anthony? Um, I'd say uh, you're starting I, you're starting running backs. Uh, great there. I, lo- I love both your options there. And uh, I do think there is a little, you know, at your bench you have a couple of people that could break out really big. I really like Gibson. Um, but, uh, there is a little bit of questions, I think on your bench. <clears throat> sure. Like, um, we have a good bit of question marks. Yeah. No doubt. Um, so I'd say, I, I mean, say that's the only weakness, but I mean, that's how every fantasy football year starts. You know, there are people who, you know, you take, you take shots on and there are people who break out and there are people that don't break out. So I'd say the only thing is you have some question marks on your bench. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Running backs are solid. Um, I think your big S- question say it again? mark. Your running backs are solid. Okay, I will admit it. I mean, <laughs> you find me one person that says they don't want to start a team with Barkley and Josh Jacobs. You you won't. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we um, couldn't believe that Jacobs fell to us. Yeah, believe me, in the I, second round. I, I was hoping he'd fall a little further. Um, ah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I, I would say just uh, receivers, but. I know you and Justin, and I know that some point in the next three to four weeks, you'll scavenge around and found some number one receiver that somebody else doesn't value very well, and they just <clears throat> give them away to you because it's for the good of the league. <laughs> <laughs> Someone sounds a little bitter over there. Uh, Justin, we can keep our thoughts short. Anything you want to say about Marvel? Uh, I mean... Definitely running back is strong for sure, especially the bench, especially bench wise. I feel like uh, our uh, potential rookies here with J.K. Dobbins and uh, Gibson, uh, I feel like uh, Redskins with releasing uh, Adrian Peterson really increases the value of Gibson. So shout out Bryce Love, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bryce Love. uh, He's he's making a play for that uh, strong backup spot for Gibson. Yeah. but, yeah, I mean, I think we did a really good job there. Uh, there is some value, I feel like, to the receiving core. I mean, Christian Kirk is – he's on our bench right now. But uh, Christian Kirk, I think, can be that contributor to the Cardinals. I mean, they got uh, Nuke Hopkins and they have Larry Fitzgerald, who is uh, by far uh, Mr. Consistent, Mr. Uh, Cardinal for sure. And uh, he can do a great job. They're playing Larry Fitzgerald in the slot. But, however, Christian Kirk is the deep threat guy hands down, and if uh, Kyler Murray can make that space, the best option he has is the deep ball with Christian Kirk, I believe. So uh, there's a lot of value there, I believe. And uh, Hunter Henry, uh, low-key sleeper here. I think he's going to be a high-value point maker for the Marvel Kingdom FC. So I hope you're right. Yeah, we'll see how that turns out in the end. Uh, But the 16th-round keeper of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, I think that's going to get the most value, I believe, especially with as long as Minka Fitzpatrick is healthy on this team and uh, continues to produce as like, like he has been the last season. Uh, I really see that Pittsburgh defense really being a ball-hawking defense and getting that interception and increasing the chances of scoring touchdowns. So yeah. uh, you can't, it doesn't hurt to have T.J. Watt. So. Well, I mean, I hope. As a Steelers fan, I hope you're right. I'll keep my thoughts short. Uh, we got some upside on our bench. I think if some of our rookies show out, we'll be in good. We'll be in a good spot. So we should keep it moving because yep. we got 11 other teams to talk about. 
Next up is the team that came in second place last year. Let me let me reiterate that this team won the Maple Street Division and then won their first playoff game and then finished in second place. And it's not the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. It is, it is not. It is the Cooter Pond Park Boys, owned by Ryan Gibbs. So a little bit of uh, preseason projections for the Cooter Pond Park Boys. Not that high. In the owner's poll, despite Gibbs finishing second last year, he finished seventh in the owner's poll. Uh, and online on rototrade.com, they had him kind of uh, pretty low, a little low, pretty low too. I think the, the second to last team uh, based off of the online analysis. Projected regular season record 7-7. Seven and seven. Odds to win the championship 45-1. to one. Those are not good odds, boys. Any thoughts on the Cooter Pond Park boys? Justin? Yeah, well, I feel like anybody who doesn't value a pick after the sixth round, uh, which was happened in or during our draft, which he drove like eight hours to uh, only focus on it, uh, six picks. Uh, depth really is. Said, I got key. my team. I yeah. got my team. Depth really <laughs> is the key to fantasy football, and it's about your bench. Uh, and it's about um, who you have to fill those holes of who's going down in injuries, who's going down, or who's the breakout player. And. Uh, I don't know, man. He just really like phoned it in uh, as far as his uh, picks from pick seven through uh, sixteen. So like, I don't know, man. I just don't. Uh, his bench is really, really weak right now. Um, I don't know, man. I just I don't see any of those being contributors. Anthony. Yeah, I'd say. Um, well, <clears throat> since he made a trade right before the uh, right before the season started, I think I think uh, that was a good trade for him. Yeah, I feel like it was a good trade because otherwise, I would say his running back core was a very it was a big point of concern in my mind. Uh, with your leading back being James White, is not exactly the you know, greatest one to start with, you know, it'd be your running back one. But with the addition of Chris Carson, I think Chris Carson is going to be a beast. And, you know, I, I feel like he is an undervalued back. He is a, in my mind, he's like a, um, like a, just outside the true, like RB one status in my mind. Like, you know, you know, they say 12 running backs is usually in a 12 team league. You're, RB one, I think he's just outside of that, um, and I feel like he was being valued at a significantly low, lower number than that. And I know he was injured a little bit, but I think he'll be real good. Um, I do like uh, his; he's got a strong receiving core, um, and he has—I mean, he has one of the best tight ends in the game. So I mean, he's pretty solid there. But yeah, I'll say the the bench is definitely an issue as well because he has some players that I don't know how much they're going to show up this year. So Spade, I'm not sure if you have. If you want to say anything about Gibbs' team. This this is going to shock you guys. Okay. I, I actually like a good bit of of, of Ryan Gibbs' team. Um, but do you like Ryan Gibbs? I, I like him <laughs> I, I like him I like him outside of the two weeks a year I play him. Um, sure, sure. So other than that, we're we're pretty cool. Um no, I'll keep it short. I really like the receivers. I think it's three starting receivers, solid guys. Um He's going to have a lot of issues when buys come up. But, yeah, I think he's got a solid team. I like James White with Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to get a decent amount of receptions. Um, yeah, bench is an issue, but the man has Bryce Love. Who else do you <laughs> need? Hey, don't forget about Bryce Love, man. That's true, dude. Um, 
Yeah, and you know what, though? Spade, speaking from experience, right? Like, sometimes having too many options on the bench isn't a good thing. It is a very bad thing. Yeah. You spend your, your Sunday afternoons just trying to figure out who has the best matchup. Yeah, yeah. Over and over again, and then making the wrong choice. I will say this. In draft day, when he drafted, he kept Kittle, and then he drafted Kelsey. Everyone was like, huh. That was interesting. Not that it was bad, because it was the two best tight ends. But we kept thinking, okay, that means he has locked down his flex for the rest of the season. And he already traded one of them, which, again, I thought it was a pretty good move for him. So Gibbs... Again, I think Gibbs is a great owner, man. He will do crazy things on draft day. He definitely flipped that value for Kelsey for sure, and it worked out in his favor. He will do crazy things on draft day, questionable things on draft day, uh, maybe even ludicrous things on draft day. But then during the season, man, he's a great owner. So I appreciate I appreciate having him in person this year. It really was a great touch. I'm so it was so good to see that Maurice Jones. Yeah, the virtual Gibbs was just not right. (laughs) I feel like yeah. All right, let's go. Let's keep things moving to the team that finished in third place last year, and that was JFK was an inside job owned by Bo Dugan. All right, so uh, preseason owners poll. Guys, he almost finished first. In fact, when there was only – I was waiting for like the last three or four people to respond. He was actually in first place. I thought he was going to finish in first place before the last few people that responded uh, sent – you know, made it seem like Marvel was going to – Come out on top. But anyways, Bo finished second in the owner's poll. Uh, but the uh, on Roto Trade, they had him finishing at sixth. Okay? His projected regular season record, 10-4. and four, um, But his Vegas odds to winning are 16-1. to one, So a little bit, um, a little above average there. Uh, the one thing I'll say about Bo's team, I'll be quick because I know you guys will probably have more to say. Uh, the thing that's a little cons—I don't want to say concerning because it could be good. It's just very top-heavy. I mean, he might have one of the best starting lineups. Like he—he he has such good quality, right? Uh, lacks a lot of depth though. So I—I uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, depth's not there at Dalvin all. Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Michael Thomas, DK Metcalf. What more do you want me to say? That's, so that's a solid it's, lineup. It's a very top-heavy, top-heavy top lineup. Uh, and Bo's a good owner. If it doesn't, if it's not going well for him a few weeks in, he'll make some moves. So. He's got a few people that can uh, break out on his bench, like uh, Paris Campbell. I think uh, can have a great year under Philip Rivers as the quarterback. Yeah, uh, Julian Edelman. He is a PPR machine, man. He can go like ten catches for like thirty yards and still have a great game for a PPR league. Yep. And uh, Acres, uh, he's one of those players that uh, we're uncertain. I mean, obviously a rookie coming in. But uh, he could have one of those uh, impact playing uh, years. Uh, but uh, Latavius Murray, uh, also a strong back as well. Uh, they used him in uh, very good key situations, uh, the Saints did, um, uh, causing Kamara to not have as strong a year as he had the year before. So uh, we'll see how that plan, uh, pans out. But uh, even Tony Pollard had a, has a, a potential upside as far as uh, being a spellback for Ezekiel yeah, Elliott. People are high on Bo this year. They're high on JFK. He, yeah. I told him, though. He I think kinda, he's a lock for the playoffs. He, he, he really kind of feels – listen to this. Though. I told him, I said, I, I almost thought about doing like a comparison to an NFL team in the preseason report. I said, man, you're kind of like the, the Browns. Like s- super, super high expectations. Very like last active. year. Yeah, everyone was like, the Browns are going to win the Super Did Bowl. Did the Browns? Make the playoffs? No, dude. No, I, I don't think, think so. they had a winning record. I think they were seven and nine. That sounds right. Now, last year, Bo was uh, five hundred. I believe he was seven and seven. But, anyways, 
I don't. Th- I think he's gonna be better than the Browns were, <laughs> but it, it could it could blow up. In Regardless, smoke. he was a playoff team. Any any other thoughts on JFK was an inside job? Uh, yeah, I'd say. I mean, you were spot on. He has a super strong starting lineup. I mean, it it, it is um, especially those you know top three or four Cook, Jones, Thomas, and Metcalf are gonna be you know phenomenal. Johnson, Deontay Johnson has a real good chance of being you know breaking out this year. Uh, I really like uh, the late pickup of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, I feel like he has a decent chance to bounce back this year. Um, you know, uh, I'd say the only, um, part that I would say is a little, you know, off is, uh, although they, I don't see a ton of like starting potential in the running back and the running backs on the bench, but I mean, he already has two solid ones, so he just needs them to show up for one week really. Yeah. Um, so that, that'd be the only thing is, you know. His uh his his bench running backs are not you know going to be guys who are going to be elite every week. Very f- very fair. Spade, anything to add? It's okay if not. Just depth. Just, depth just needs a little more depth. And he's he's, there. So you willing to trade him a little depth? Uh, Bo, you, if you're listening, I think Spade's willing to trade. Yeah, no, I mean no, if you're willing Bo, to give him Bo a draft has, pick. Bo has been texting me, and he's oh. he's probably very frustrated with me right oh. now. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Bo. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I've told you this, but I, I just can't do it right now. <laughs> All right. Let's keep things moving to the team that finished, no surprise here, fourth place last year for the second straight season, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, owned by the one and only Kyle Spade, who is sitting to my right. Now, Spade, uh, again, great owner, a, pre- a regular season powerhouse, uh, according to Roto Trade, Spade has the number two ranked team in our league. In the owners' poll, he finished third. Projected regular season record nine and five, which I believe is what you had last year. You probably don't even remember. I don't even remember. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, I, know I they, had at least five wins. You do have the highest odds to win, and I, I haven't heard your thoughts on this. You have the highest odds to win. Uh, according to Vegas, and you might be like, T-Roll, where'd you get those numbers? Well, I made them up. So, 5-1. to one. Uh, Any thoughts on that, Spade, Bef- um, before we critique knowing, the team? Knowing my history, I probably wouldn't take those odds. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, fair. yeah, yeah I, it, it, I mean, I got a, I got a solid team. There's yeah. a chance. There's always a chance. Hey, but uh, You got a good chance this year, man. Maybe maybe I'll try and be a little more humble this year. And, and here's the <laughs> thing. here's If you win a championship, here's the biggest reason why. You ready? Chris Godwin instead of Mike Evans. I think when when you when Godwin, what were you thinking when Mike Evans got drafted and then Godwin was still on the board when you were drafting? You saw the look of shock <laughs> on my face. Um, I I did not expect it. Thank you, Babishkin. Um, as I, we have found out, he is doubtful. Yeah, he is for this week. That's right um, for week one. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. But yeah, yeah I was I was bummer. shocked. Now I just have to hope on the arm of Tom Brady. Um, yeah, that you'll he be right. isn't the Houston, the you know the last game of the season where he just got destroyed. I th- I think he's gonna have a good season. But okay, I hope so. All right, thoughts on the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets? You guys have any thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, Josh Allen uh, being his quarterback, uh, I think is a really good value there. Um, I think people are underestimating his running ability. Um, he can easily get the uh, six points for the touchdowns on his on the ground, but uh, 
he has the ability to make uh, moves, um, just being able to in, outside the pocket to get free enough to free up a receiver. So I feel like Josh Allen is go- honestly going to be the make or break for the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. If Allen does good, then uh, Spade is going to be on his way to the playoffs. If, if uh, Allen does bad, then obviously I think it's going to be a long uh, trek, and he might even be competing for the bottom bracket, honestly. Is he going to have any regrets trading David Johnson? <laughs> I mean, as much as I like to say yes, but uh, he got Austin Eckler, and I do feel like Austin Eckler is going to finish in the top five in fantasy scoring. Uh, he's a great receiving back. He's a great running back. Uh, he gets those touchdowns. He just has the knack for breaking tackles. And uh, I'm not just saying that as a diehard Chargers fan. I'm saying that as somebody who sees uh, that drive and the determination in a running back. Uh I mean, yes, I watched Hard Knocks. I mean, uh, plenty of people out there have watched Hard Knocks. But regardless, uh, Eckler is that kind of guy who has that extra it factor that's going to get him that extra point value. So, Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, the biggest thing that stands out to me is uh, depth at wide receiver for him. You know, just I look at it in his bench. He has three people on his bench. That could end up being, you know, great wide receivers, you know. Uh, and then he has three wide receivers that he has starting that are go- both going to be, you know, you know, r- that are going to be rocking it pretty good themselves. So, uh, I, like, his wide receiver depth, it, I feel, is quite strong, um, you know. And he has, two, so- of course, two solid running backs, you know. And then, you know, uh, I mean, his bench running backs are going to be pretty solid as well. Um, you know, it'll it'll be interesting to see what Fournette ends up being in Tampa Bay. It's true. Um, but you know, you'll see about that. And I do think Josh Allen's going to be a pretty solid uh, quarterback as well. Okay, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets, Spade. Good luck to you, my friend. I hope this is uh, well. I don't hope this is Here your year. Here comes fourth place. <laughs> I don't hope that this is your year. But if we for if we for some reason don't make the playoffs. Well, no, I'd rather have like a, a few other teams win before you, but good luck nonetheless. All right, let's go to team number five, okay? So uh, finishing in fifth place last year, um, even though, again, nobody's given him any love, I, I will give you love, Curtis, is Ryder Sentai. So according to Roto Trade, he is the number four ranked roster in our league. Thank you very much. Yet despite that, there is something going on where nobody trusts Curtis. Curtis is has finished 10th in the owner's poll, and based off of uh, those projections, his projected regular season record, although I, I personally think it's going to be better, is 4-10. and 10. I think it's going to be better than that. But nonetheless, that's his projected regular season record, and the Vegas odds to winning the championship, 30-1. to 1. So let's talk some rider Sentai. Yeah, well, I mean, I can see the doubt there when and he's riding high on Devontae Parker, which is Jackson's favorite, and one of, his, one of Jackson's hot takes there yeah, is yeah. Uh, Devontae Parker. He's riding high on that, but uh, he's going to live or die by Derrick Henry. Uh, if Derrick Henry does good, his team's yeah. going to do good. If his Derrick Henry does bad, his team's going to do bad. Um, I mean, granted, he's got a uh, sure Hall of Famer in Drew Brees, but I feel like Drew Brees, he's going to be, I mean, his age is going to be in question for sure. Uh, his longevity as far as uh, making it through the season. Uh, he's definitely up there in age for sure. But uh, uh, 
the rest of his receiving core, uh, I'm not too sold on. I'm a huge fan of Jared Cook. I mean, not just because he went to my same high school uh, and I actually played on him, the same exact football team as him, but uh, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh, question marks there. Um, we're not sure how Joe Mixon's going to pan out. I really still feel like jo- Giovanni Bernard on the Bengals is going to have a, a higher value as far as a receiving back in our PPR league than Joe Mixon is, but. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I got for you. Good word. Anyone else thoughts on Ryder Sentai? Um, yeah, I think he's got a. I think he's got a solid team, better than what um, our league is voting him for. But um, I, I'm playing Curtis this week. So, okay, so and, you feel a little differently. Well, yeah, but the this I hate it for him. I mean, the oh, season hasn't yeah. already, hasn't started, and his. Top three receivers all have some sort of injury designation. Yeah, um, which doesn't have to do with his season outlook. That just that just sucks um, to start a season with, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would say. I mean, it definitely stinks to have a uh, have uh, a bunch of wide receivers week one already be um, potentially injured. Um, I'd say overall, and that's also in a tough spot for him because. Um, I mean, hit no. I mean, he has a couple of solid wide receivers, but I wouldn't say any of them are like, you know, superstar wide receivers. None of them really, really jump out to me um, as being like elite, elite wide receivers. Um, so it'll just have to see about that. He's gonna ride the back, like you know, like Justin said of of, of Derrick Henry and the three uh, and the three running backs he kept. That's where it's gonna be at for him. That he that's where he's gonna score his points. No doubt. Okay, Ryder Sentai, good luck to you, Curtis. Uh, we're going to keep things moving to the team that finished sixth place last season, uh, which at that time was named Squeak and Peak, but now is named Going to Take Your Soul. So Going to Take Your Soul, owned by Matthew Paquette. The Roto Trade rankings for our league had him coming in eighth place, yet the owner's poll, it's fun seeing the distinction between those two like how our league views a team versus yeah. how an objective website views our team views a yeah. team. I feel like that's a that that's, that is really just telling you somebody how they feel about you as an owner. Ooh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, nonetheless, uh, Paquette finished fourth in the preseason owners poll. Okay, uh, projected regular season record nine and five. Vegas odds to win the championship nine to one. Pretty good odds. Yeah, those are good odds. Great odds. And uh, I do feel like his team is very stacked. Uh, however, I think the only question mark on his team is having his wide receiver one and two being on the same team. And I'm talking about Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I feel like that's a stretch as far as a starting lineup goes. But yeah. uh, uh, receiving core, I mean, uh, Jared Goff can only throw it to so many people. Uh, I mean... There's no way he can equally balance that out to have a productive game, uh, which I'm counting on because we're actually playing him week one. Uh, (laughs) Sure. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, hopefully that doesn't give away any insiders there. I mean, we need to release this podcast after the game. but uh, Not too late. You said it. I already said it. It's (laughs) too late. But, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I think he has a solid team. Uh, He's got a a pretty strong bench, actually. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, Sammy Watkins is on the bench uh, for him, but fortunate for us that he is. Uh, he didn't put up those points against us in the in the regular season uh, matchup. But uh, 
But yeah, there's some there's some good uh, talent there on his bench. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Wentz, Breda, Sony Michelle, uh, um, even Perryman has a chance of uh, getting some good reps in for the yeah. Jets. So, but yeah, uh, he's got a solid team. Uh, anybody with Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, and Lamar Jackson has a really yeah, great man. chance this year. So. so Paquette won the lottery when he joined the team. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, Seaver left a good team on the table. So uh, shout out to Paquette. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I think he has a really solid team. Uh, the only question I would have uh, about his team is actually at the tight end position. Um, and I am a huge fan of Evan Ingram, but I do think that with Evan Ingram, he there is the possibility that he needed to look into maybe a potential better bench player than Cole Komet. And I feel like Cole Komet is not the solid you know, tight end that you might want in that situation. I'm actually pretty with, high on commit, to be honest with you. You're I, pretty I think, high on commit? I, yeah, he's a big body. He's 6'6", six, six, dude, 258. 6'6"? Uh, six, six? Yeah, I think he can be a really good That's red zone my... target. Um, I mean, granted, he may be a little uh, boxy in movement, which is, I think, yeah. what you're referring to. Um, but uh, I think he could be a pretty good red zone target for uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky or, I mean, Nick Foles in that matter. Uh, yeah. as far well, I just as think with, uh, with the potentially injury-prone Evan Ingram that you might have wanted to go with a more reliable um, secondary option at tight end if you are going to go in that direction. No doubt. Okay. Um, let's keep things moving here. So, to the team that finished in seventh place last season, uh, the Little Giants, who is owned by one of our co-hosts here, Anthony Amato. Bam, bam, bam. That's right. Who finished seven and seven last season? Mm-hmm. Finished seven and seven the season before, and <laughs> based off projections, are uh, projected to finish seven and seven once again this season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Anthony finished eighth in the owners' poll, and in the in the Roto Trade Power Rankings. Finished seventh, so literally smack dab in the middle. Yep, which also leads to your thirty to one odds for winning a championship. I think we need to go and place a bet here, a little side bet Dude, here, seriously. on if he actually the team he finishes with is actually any of the players he actually starts with. Because like this, how many of them? Yeah, this dude is going to trade away pretty much half his team. Uh, and but when we look back at it at the end of the year, uh, I mean, who's he still going to have? Like that's the honest, honest, uh, yeah, truth there. So I he don't doesn't know. even know. He really doesn't know. I don't. <laughs> as a as a certain podcast says, you want you got to be water. Mm. Mm. Any thoughts on the little giants? I, I I'm looking over this, and I know that last our last podcast, I said that um, I would want to buy Berkeley's team. Um, I probably should have looked a little more at a modest team. Oh. I mean, he's got a solid solid lineup. Um, I I like everything top to bottom, probably except for Odell, but that's just me. Uh, not a big Odell. Keenan Allen did just get a big contract. Love Edwards for the Raiders. Um, he was one of my sleeper picks, and I wanted him. I wanted him off the waiver, big time. Yeah. Anthony, you have anything you'd like to say about your little Giants? Uh, I mean, I'll keep it short and sweet. I mean, I feel like uh, I, I. I mean, I feel like I put together a pretty good team this year. Um, you know, I felt like last year I was kind of started behind the eight ball a little bit with the way I had to get myself to the like ground floor level I felt like I had to do a lot of work in the offseason which cost me a decent amount of draft picks and things like that to get to that point so it kind of uh negatively affected my team I feel like through the last year I was able to get myself to a good point um 
But yeah, I feel like I got a pretty solid setup. I mean, uh, with uh, with it, I feel like you know, I mean, Zeke's always going to be a beast. I feel like James Conner, if he can stay healthy, will be uh, of it will have a great year, especially with Ben Roethlisberger back, and you know, um, you know, not so much focus, just you know, eight men in the box type of stuff coming at the Steelers. Um, you know, I uh, let's see. And I feel like I got a pretty solid wide receiver core. I feel like they have a chance to. Um, I have. I, th- I feel like I have a couple that are solid and a couple that could break out. So I feel like I got a pretty good setup. Okay, good deal. The little giants uh, in our division, Justin. So we don't want to see Anthony do well as much as we love Anthony. Don't want to see him do suck well. it. But anyway. <laughs> okay, so next up, the team that finished, I guess, eighth last year. Um, Everyone's favorite team on the ledger of victory owned by Jackson Johnson. Spade, we're going to have you start after I give you some of these numbers. So, um, oh, you know what? I've been reading something wrong this whole time. I've been talking about the power rankings from Roto Trade. I've accidentally been reading the logo rankings. (laughs) Jackson's number one. Yeah, the reason I know that because it says number one Jackson. (laughs) I was like, that can't be right. (laughs) Uh, Nonetheless, Jackson finished ninth in the owner's poll, which if that happens, it will see him in the bottom bracket, as well as Curtis, according to uh, Curtis finishing 10th in the owner's poll. Again, those are... Nothing would bring me greater joy than (laughs) being able to punish Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) So based on those projections... And I can't remember. I could check where Jackson finished. Uh, oh, he finished ninth according to Roto Trade. Okay, so right there's there. there's consistency there, um, meaning his projected record is five and nine, and Vegas odds thirty to one. So Spade, we're going to start with you for your good buddy, your other half, my, Jackson Johnson, my best pal, Jackson Johnson. Um, I'm trying to think of good things to say. Um, Not about the person, the team. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm also talking about the team. <laughs> okay. Um, Come on, be nice. No, I, I do. I like I like Jackson's – I mean, his receiving core is yeah. is great. Um, just trying to keep it short, get through some of these guys. But uh, I like um, just bench-wise with Zach Moss. Uh, I think that was a good pick. And I also like the Jonathan Taylor pick. Being that it's a dynasty league – um, a little key or not dynasty, but a keeper league. Um, for years to come, the potential of Jonathan Taylor is huge, for sure. And he's got Todd Gurley again. Again, he cannot yep. get rid of Todd Re- Gurley. Return of Todd Gurley. Jackson, it's okay. I got rid of David Johnson. You can get rid of Todd Gurley. <laughs> Any thoughts for on the ledger of victory? Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like 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 uh like uh, Spade was saying, wide receiver, especially his one-two punch of uh, Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson, two very solid wide receivers to have there. Um, I feel like Matthew Stafford is going to be um, a better quarterback than I think a lot of people are thinking about because I think people are just uh, have recency bias uh, with the fact that he was He out. seems forgotten about. Yeah, because I, I feel like they just went with how the Lions were at the end of the year, and he wasn't there, of course, because he was injured. But, um, you know, I feel like he, he was a very, very good quarterback, actually, to start the last year. So I feel like he's a solid pick. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I'd say that, that's my biggest thing. There is I feel like you're hit right there. Um, it'll be interesting to see how his running back core works out, um, especially like this year with uh, Taylor splitting with Mac and 
uh, with Mack and Naheem Hines getting some work out of the backfield too as a pass catcher. It'll be interesting to see where Taylor fits in there. I think long-term, Taylor is definitely the pick, but it'll be interesting to see, especially the beginning of the year, how Taylor turns out. Yeah, I feel like my only question marks for the season for Jackson's team is the double tight end in Ertz and Waller. Uh, I feel like only one of those is really going to eat this year. Um, I, I don't know. It's either going to be Waller or Ertz. Uh, with, God, with the emergence of Goddard in uh, Philly's offense, I feel like uh, Ertz can have a reduction in, pr- in pr- uh, uh, progress this year. Uh, so Waller might be that, that go-to guy in tight end. Um, but that could open up a good flex position for Jackson. Um, he could put either Boyd or Tate there because I feel like they can be very productive. Um, but as far as uh, value goes, um, depending how the Joe Burrow thing pans out in Cincinnati, I think that's going to be a pretty good keeper uh, with Stafford coming into his a uh, twilight years in the NFL. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. For sure. So on the ledger of victory, good luck to you, Jackson. Keeping things moving to the team that finished ninth place last season, and that would be Team Frittata, owned by Berkeley Stewart. So uh, just like Jackson consistently was voted in the owner's poll ninth and finished on Roto Trade ninth for Berkeley, he had consistency as well. He finished both in the owner's poll and on Roto Trade in fifth place in our league meaning based off projections, he would just barely miss the playoffs. Um, And you could see it looking at his team, uh, meaning his projected overall season record would be 8-6. and Vegas odds to win the championship, not bad, 12-1. to Yeah, looking back at it, uh, I can definitely see the strength that his team is now. Uh, I mean, he's got a lot of good pieces in place. I do feel like his running back and flex position are really strong with uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, Edwards Hilaire and uh, on Johnson. Those are really strong uh, positions there. But he's, I feel like Stefan Diggs can be a question mark with Buffalo. Um, he's a, I think he's a solid wide receiver overall as far as skills and talent uh, when he was with Minnesota. But um, uh, Josh Allen, he's uh, quite quite more mobile than uh, Kirk Cousin was in Minnesota. So maybe Diggs can work that freestyle a little bit and get a little few, uh, passes his way as far as um, creating space uh, when Josh Allen moves around and scrambles. But uh, obviously Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey being on the same team might uh, hurt him down the road as far as uh, who's getting those looks from uh, uh, Marvel Kingdom's boy, Patrick Mahomes. That's uh, true. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we'll see. Uh, but, I mean, if the Chiefs do well, Berkeley's going to win. That's yeah, that's uh, live or die by the Chiefs, man. That's what it's going to be. Week three is going to be yeah, a good matchup us. with uh, us uh, against Berkeley. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Sounds good. Any other uh, – Amato, you're actually playing for Todd of this week. So how do you, how you feeling about that, man? Um, well, I was feeling really good about my matchup with him until about halfway through the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden Deshaun Watson started getting a Some bunch of garbage points. time points. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, yeah, he's got a solid team, um, but that's the only thing I have to say is I was like, oh, that was it was rough because I was looking like I was gonna get off pretty easy with you yeah. know Deshaun Watson not getting a whole lot of points uh, last night. Um, yeah, I would say, especially with with Drake and Edward Tolaire, I feel like they're that's a real solid one two combo as, at uh, running back. Um, I do think that Diggs is a very boom or bust wide receiver, though. I had him last year, and it was 
it was a roller coaster ride with that dude. Uh, you never knew what was going to happen. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, yeah, you, happened with Josh uh, had, Allen. You had Diggs on the bench that, that game he went off for like 50 points, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I still won that week, though. So oh, you did. Lucky you. So I did hurt that bad. But did you win the bonus? I did not, and that's, I have never won it. That's right. Hey, maybe this is your year, man. Maybe that you'll get one. could be it. Yeah, uh, all I have to say, I actually picked Berkeley to win it all. That's nuts, bro. Um, all right. I'm 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 all in for Berkeley this year. It's, but I wonder how much of that is like, man, you know, Berkeley really is a good team. He's going to win versus I'm just going to blow it again. 50-50. Poor Kalos knows dose. All right. A few more teams to go to the team that finished 10th place last year, although this was not the fault of the current owner, uh, which is Ryan Sponable. It is 100% the fault of Jeff Lufog, who consistently was the worst owner in our league for uh, two straight seasons. The only team to be in the bottom bracket twice uh, was formerly known as Reformania, now is known as Spoonie Love. So Spoonie Love uh, finished in the preseason owner polls sixth place, and I believe let's see where he finished in the uh, Roto Trade. He finished in in sixth as well. So a little consistency there, uh, meaning his uh, projected regular season record is eight and six. He says expected to do, have a good year, and odds of winning the championship thirty to one. Yeah, he should have a good year. I mean, Russell Wilson is a, a solid starting quarterback to have. Uh, his running back core, uh, I mean, he's got a few people there that uh, may be a little inconsistent, so that's the uh, big question mark for me. Uh, Mark Ingram could be taken over by uh, J.K. Dobbins. Sure, hope so. Uh, yeah, hoping for. Um, but uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, I'm not sure if the Jets' offense is the perfect fit for him, but we'll see how that goes. Um but his receiving core is really solid, especially uh, PPR-wise, as far as uh, uh, Landry's going to get a lot of receptions. and Not necessarily yards, but receptions for sure. Uh, Gronkowski is a uh, question mark since he was out of the league for uh, quote-unquote retirement. Uh, but he's back now, and he's with his boy Tom. So that could go either way. They did just have a, a feeling about each other. But I do think Ryan Sponable, overall, as an owner, uh, he is a uh, good football mind, and he understands what it takes to uh, run a team. And I, and I truly believe that because he did do the draft for uh, Zach Babichkin in the first season of the league. And I 100% believe that's the only reason why he did not finish in the last place. Babichkin didn't finish in the last place uh, year one. Uh, we could be talking about a uh, back-to-back Champions in Marvel Kingdom, but also a back-to-back loser in uh, the Dirty South in your mouth. So, oh wow, <laughs> hot take, hot take, hot, hot take. take, hot take. And I already confessed this in the group me, and it was in fact true. I did pick Sponable <laughs> to finish in last. Not, not <laughs> anything to do with Sponable. Uh, I mean, with the scraps, the, the rubble, the rubble and ruins of a team that he was handed uh, from Jeff Fluvog. Uh, he did the best he can. Um, yeah, I just think he might. I think he might just need another year. Um, he he could surprise me. I could be wrong. I mean, who am I? I've only come in fourth place twice. twice. Yeah. Um, so don't take it that far. But yeah, I had him picked to get to finish in last. Yeah, uh, I feel like uh, he has a good basis of a team. Um, you know, I feel like Jarvis Landry is always an underrated receiver. Um, he he's always one of those guys that. You know, no one ever really thinks about, but then you, by the end of the year, you're like, 
he was like a top 15 receiver, wasn't he? Some, somewhere in that range. Um, and that's what he was last year, and he was pretty solid for me when I had him. Um, you know, I feel like with, with Gronk, he did a good job of kind of, you know, setting it up to where he had go Goddard as well. You know, uh, if, you know, Gronk's just got hot garbage this year, he has another solid uh, tight end to go with there. Um, you know, and in, in I will say that his starting running backs are a little bit concerning because uh, even if, even when Ingram has the ball all the time, he isn't always – him and Bell are very similar in the sense that, you know, they can go for a 30-point game and then they can go for like a 5- to 7-point game. And, you know, it's it, they're just very inconsistent in their production. Well, good luck to Spoonie Love. We're glad you're in the league, Spawnable. You earned it showing up on day one for the draft. We're glad you're here. Okay, moving on to – uh, the team that finished, uh, I guess, 11th last year, close to finishing dead last, KC Chief of Sinners, owned by Chris Jacks. But also almost made the playoffs. Yeah, but also almost made the playoffs. Is that right? Did he? I might have mixed that up. Anyway, I thought he won one of the games. If I messed that up, Jax, I apologize. I have a feeling I did mess that up. But anyways, um, things are not looking good based off of projections. According to the owner's poll, Jax is uh, voted to finish last. Not the grand last punishment, but in the regular season finishing last, meaning he's going to have a regular season record projected of 3-13. and 13. Uh, So obviously that's not good. His Vegas odds are not good at 35-1. to 1. Um, But uh, those, are, those are what the owner's poll said. Uh, although he was not voted to finish dead last because, again, there's a tournament bracket in the bottom bracket. So thoughts on Casey, Chief of Sinners? Yeah, good move on getting Nick Chubb. Um, that really does help his— And David Johnson. Yeah, and David Johnson. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Good point. Uh, that does help uh, his offense for sure. But uh, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks on his team. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I mean, you're going to get one great game out of him. I truly believe that. But then the injury bug's going to hit. And along with the rest of the Phillies receivers, injury bug's going to hit hard at that. Uh, but, uh, I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, his team is, I don't know, I'm a little up in the air. Uh, Niners defense, can they be as good as they were last year? That, that, that uh, steel, like, nose defense where they don't let points go by. I mean, can they be that back-to-back? I don't know. Uh, I know Nick Bosa's really is. Uh, he is that good. Um, but the rest of their – I mean, Richard Sherman, I, I, how many more years does he have left? I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, there's some question marks there for sure. Any other thoughts on KC? Yeah, I think he did a pretty good job of solidifying his uh, running back core with that trade um, that that he made. I feel like uh, wide receiver, there's going to be – it has a chance to be a – an elite core with Jones, Schuster, and Galladay. Hopefully Galladay won't be out for too, too long um, for him, for his sake anyway. And Schuster will hopefully be back to form. Uh, I think uh, Debo Samuel's coming back pretty quick, so it seems like he could have a decent run – or, I'm sorry, wide receiver core coming through. I really like Johnny Smith, the tight end from uh, Tennessee. I feel like that could be a guy that breaks out this year. Um with, he could be one of the, like, I don't know, it seems like there's, like, ten tight ends this year that everyone's like, this is going to be the year that they all, that they break yeah. out. Like, everyone's going to break out. And he has, actually has two of them, and Hayden Hurst as well. 
Uh, so, yeah, I feel like uh, if he could get either one of those to break out, those would be two solid picks that he could – or two two solid uh, tight ends that he could have. Hayden Hurst, shout out. Big time. Big time. Yeah, I like the team. Um, I do not think that he will finish in last place. Uh, I think the trade he made with another wonderful, incredible owner um, solidified a lot of things that he needed. Um, so yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll do well. I don't. I don't see him making the playoffs, but I also don't see him finishing in the uh, doubly named toilet bowl. Now we're gonna. Yeah. We're, we're riding with it. Now we're going toilet bowl. Um, Again, it's another good example of he the owners poll everyone has him finishing 12th in the regular season according to roto trade they got him finishing 6th right now that was before the trade but again it's just there's there's just a there's in our in in some of these results that we've had and i like it but there's a lot of just interesting things happening okay so good good luck to you jacks Uh, we miss you hope things going well for you in st louis all right last but certainly not least well uh (laughs) Dirty yeah. South in your mouth, FC Babishkin. Again, uh, what a man you were for handling your punishment like just a dog. Uh, Any punishment that ends in vomit is a yeah, it, uh, is good or I don't know. It's questionable, I guess. Yeah, I I, I felt bad a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. It but is what it is. Nonetheless, he finished 11th in the preseason owners poll. Uh, his projected regular season record is four in ten. Mm-hmm. Finished. Uh, he finished 10th in Roto Trade, uh, and his Vegas odds to win are the the lowest at 75 to 1. Mm. Well, yeah, so his roster... He's got does, a mountain to climb based off just, last year. Yeah, just looking at his roster, uh, he, honestly, his best player on his team uh, is Justin Tucker, the kicker. Uh, honestly. Yo, it's, it's a it's a rough team, up. man. It's hold a rough up. team. Hold up. Uh, no. I'm just not uh I'm just not feeling I mean, yeah, you have Mr. Consistent as far as like Matt Ryan goes, like he'll get you like that three thirty five hundred yards or four thousand yards. Uh Melvin Gordon to me is a traitor, but that's that is what it is. Yeah, you're a little biased um, here. I don't yeah, think but he's but he's in a backfield with <laughs> Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. Like I feel like a lot of competition going on there. Marlon Mack is also in a competing backfield with Jonathan Taylor uh, and uh, Nahai Hines as well. A.J. Brown is going to be a consistent player. Mike Evans might not even play week one, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, D.J. Moore, uh, sure, Bridgewater is a good quarterback, but can he get him the ball? Um, Higby, Higby is a uh, tight end in a receiving core that is very, very consistent uh, as far as Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And, uh, yeah, so... I mean, Justin Tucker really, truly is the stop, the, the most consistent, valued that. player on his team. I mean, Justin Tucker is going to get a consistent like ten to twelve points a game. Where I can't say that for the rest of his team, dude. That's that's rough, man. I don't know if I totally agree with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say uh, on his team, I do like the combo of Matt Ryan and Cam Newton because Matt Ryan will get you those consistent points, and Cam Newton can blow out and just become one of the. I, I, he, he has really the potential. Could, he could be a he could be a top like seven um, uh, quarterback in in fantasy football with uh, if things fall right for him. Potential comeback player yeah. of the year. Yeah, very very much potential playoff uh, potential comeback player of the year. Uh, he does need to pay attention to his starting lineup with that Mike Evans, that doubtful. <laughs> um, hopefully that won't get him. Um, 
I feel like he has – there's definitely potential in his wide receiver core. Um, uh, I do have some question marks about his starting running backs, just like what Justin was saying, you know, splitting time and, you know, how effective they're actually going to be. And, you know, I think Higby could be really good, but I think there is still some issues out there about is 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 he really this good and how much is he going to split with Gerald Everett this year? And are they just going to just, you know – be what would be considered one decent tight end or is one of them going to jump ahead and be, you know, the legitimate one in, um, in LA. Babishkin. Don't listen to them. Uh, ooze confidence. Like you always do. Mm. You're not coming in last. We need it. That ain't for you. You prove them all wrong. <laughs> well, Spade, funny you mentioned that according to, uh, the projections and the league vote, uh, Babishkin had four votes of coming in dead last again, while Casey, Chief of Sinners, and On the Ledger of Victory each had three. So he narrowly uh, won that honor from the, the league vote, from the owner's poll. Uh, other teams that also were voted to potentially come in last place were Spoonie Love, Ryder Sentai, and the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. Is that a typo? No, that's that's really no, someone. No, that, that happens. Any anything is possible. Yeah. The projected Rome Street Division champion is Marvel Kingdom FC. The projected Maple Street Division champion is Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. The projected Cedar Street Division champion is JFK was an inside job. The projected wildcard team is going to take your soul. Um and you know what's interesting about all those projections is from year one to year two, we had two teams from the of the four teams that made the playoffs in year two. Two of them were new, and two of them were the same. Uh, and the the people the league on the league vote is saying that three teams that of the four teams that make the playoffs this year, three of them are going to be returning. It just doesn't seem likely that's going to happen. I mean, I hope it happens for you know Marvel, uh, but yeah. It's just interesting to see how people voted. So it was good. Thanks for taking part in uh, the preseason uh, report. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Guys, any thoughts before we get out of here? I'm just happy to geek out about some football, yeah. some fantasy football. That Yeah, this uh, has been fun. Yeah, we, we're we the Royal Geek Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at the Royal Geek Podcast. And uh, we're happy to geek out all about Anything and everything, and uh, fantasy football is uh, near and dear to our hearts. So, uh, yeah, shout out there. I would just like to throw out one last thing. Rome, the Rome Street Division, every single one of the teams is projected to be 500 or better. That's true. It is projected to be the, the toughest division. So, yeah, I really hope we get out, <laughs> hope we get out of it, man. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you having Spade on here. Uh, yeah, a special Spade, guest, thanks, for, thanks for, sure. for being here, brother. Thanks for being here, man. I enjoyed it. Is this your first time on a podcast? It's my first time. Um who knows? I might come back, talk some crap about Jackson throughout the rest of the season. <laughs> uh, really Somebody get fired has to. up. Yeah, man. We. Uh, I mean, if you agree to do that, we might let you on. Hey, that? I can guarantee it on a weekly basis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's close up shop. I am ready to go to bed. Um, thank you so much for listening and for being a part of this very special, unique podcast. Uh, especially if you are still listening at this point in the pod. We really appreciate it. Be sure to like us on, on Twitter, at uh, Royal Geek Pod, and then also subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google, Amazon, wherever you listen. For my good friends Kyle, Justin, and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.